victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. And with me, as always, my co-host Brian, uh, Philip, and Nez. I think they're probably going to pop in later. They got stuff going on, but we're going to make it work. But uh, tonight we got with us our, our other host, he who does not get a smoking jacket, because technically you're not a guest. You're part of the show anyway, so uh, <laughs> you, you're going to miss out on that one. But uh, Pedro, good to have you back, man. What, what's up with KFAB? Hey, greetings and salutations. I'm just, uh, like always, I'm always so happy to be here. Um, KFAB's around. We'll talk about it a little later on. But, you know, I wanted to start off by saying that, um, you know, I'm a fan of the show. I know I'm a frequent guest, um, but I'm also a fan. Um, and from time to time, I'll listen to shows and, you know, somebody will, in listener feedback, you know, they'll say something like, oh, I'm glad Pedro was on because he makes me laugh and this or that. So I really appreciate that. So I'm I'm just happy that. You know, people get a kick out of me being on the show because I, I love doing it. So this is one of my highlights of the week. And um, and I also want to on the air say thank you to everybody, all the family here for uh, kind of switching up their schedule so I could be on. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready to talk horror, man. It's 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 the, it's the month to do it. So let's do it. Nice. Nice. Well, we're all here. So, you know how the show starts out, Pedro. And and, uh, you know, technically you're the guest. So you go first. Uh, what's your cool of the week? Um, there's a couple of things, actually. Um, I guess I'll start with, I, I finished watching The Walking Dead. I caught up. Oh, you know, no. <laughs> We're <laughs> so the I'm only current. ones left. Us I am Steven. current. Yeah, me. I think it's just me and you, right, Lance, that are yeah, on, and, on board. And, and Steve and Lovelad. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I, I did catch up. Um, I will say that the last five episodes of the 10th season were a complete waste of time. Oh, it was no. such a con, Man. you know, and, and you could see where they saved money because it was literally like one or two characters per episode in like, oh, in no. like a couple of places. But uh-huh. I will say this. Um, I, I will say this. The okay. The 11th season ain't too bad. I really, I really yeah. enjoy it. I really do like the whole, um, the whole class system. That the okay. Commonwealth introduced, you know, that's something new. That's something that we hadn't seen. Um, now I will say that is uh, you're you're keeping up with it, right, Lance? Um, I'm 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 two episodes in, so I'm I'm oh, a little I see, bit. I see. Okay, I'm a little so I'm not gonna spoil anything then. Never mind, because uh, I was gonna say, um, yeah, it's 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 going it's it's like kind of nose diving back into the mustache trolling, you know, villainish nature of the show. That's you know the way it's been yeah. before. And but, of course, of course, the bad guy's name is Lance, right? <laughs> but he's not from texas who the fuck knows where he's that's from? right he's from texas. um and so uh no i, I I'm, I'm enjoying all in all i'm enjoying it I, I it's not it's not a chore to watch um I, i'm looking forward to the ending um i'm not trying to get myself too jazzed i'm, I'm not oh. saying oh we're gonna see rick grimes there at the end i know they have their right. plans and the only thing that i 
don't want, and I don't know if we're, I'm going to get this or not, <clears throat> I don't want the final episode to be a big commercial for the new series that are going to come out there, all oh, 10 of them that they're going to have or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that would be a mess, wouldn't it? No, yeah, I, I do want to get a sense of closure, and I think we're going to get that, because, I mean, I know the, the showrunner has been very, very adamant that, you know, we're going to get closure, this series is over, and this or that, okay. but, okay. but they're also carny con men sometimes in that show, and they'll do shit that, you know... Um, is it, kind of disguised as a commercial for the uh, for the new series that are going to start. So we'll see. We'll see. Sure. Sure. Um, I did check out a couple of new movies that came out, uh, new horror movies. Um, one of them was uh, Skulls, uh, called Slayers with um with with Thomas Jane. I, anytime Thomas Jane does anything, oh. I watch because I'm a huge fan of that guy. Um, okay. I think he's charismatic as all heck. You know, he always has that kind of like leading man quality to him, and. This was, you know, I, I saw the poster or the one sheet or whatever you want to call it. It's on the internet. We don't see posters for video on demand shit anymore. Um, and it looked pretty interesting. You know, you see you see the vampire slayers there. You know, you see the vampires there. And I'm thinking this is going to be one of those uh, kind of like a vampire and, and the vampire hunters kind of deal. But it was more of a comedy. You know, it was more of a kind of like a straight up comedy. So I was kind of let down in that sense. But it was still a good time. Now... A movie that I really, really liked. It's a movie called The Retaliators. Now, th this one got a minor theatrical run. Um, and oh, this one's okay. fucking awesome. It, it's, um, I won't say too much about it because it's very new and I want people to check it out. But, right. but it's, um, remember that one movie that Quentin Tarantino kind of jacked off all over called Big Bad Wolves? No, that <laughs> yeah, the, and, the, the Israeli movie. Yes. I believe so. Yes, yes. And huh? so, uh, so that that that's kind of like the same setup here. It's about it's about this pastor who they they kill his daughter, and he's kind of searching and looking for revenge and seeing who did it and and seeing if his daughter's still alive. Okay. And on, at the same time, you see kind of like this underbelly of a city, kind of like this mob, you know, storyline, kind of like that's kind of the B story. And then they merge, and then in the third act, it goes completely bonkers, like like oh, it wow. goes like full on horror, like. The okay. first half, it's very much kind of like a crime thriller, and then it just goes full-on horror. Um, and it was great. I thought it was very original, and so people need to check it out. It's, I think it's on video on demand now, so, you know. Isn't it uh, made by a musician or some musicians or something? Well, they're on there. Tommy Lee plays a he's, a... he's a bartender in that movie. No! So, uh, <laughs> the they, Tommy they, Lee from Motley Crue? Yes, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He, um, you could tell that the producers probably called in a couple Why favors not? because you got you got you got guys picking their head in for a couple minutes and right. they 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 dip out. So, um, mm -hmm. but it's 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 a good time. It, it, the, the 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 third act was just I was just oh I was like holy shit, and okay. it's gory and it has a lot of action. Um, good good picture. I was not expecting that. The so, retaliators. Um, All right, I'll check it yes. out. Good movie. Um. And I believe well that that's that's where I'll stop right there because you know I, I saw a bunch of other okay. shit but but um I did get to see that movie Piggy which is a Spanish movie um, Brian Brian you saw that one yeah talk about it on the next uh, thirty one recap yeah yeah it was okay I was it, it was um yeah it was not what I I thought I thought the storyline was pretty original um yeah. I I don't think this is a spoiler I'll just say that you know there's there's this you know heavy set girl that gets bullied and there's this uh serial killer that starts to kind of uh kill all the people that bully her 
And so the the huh. you know she's kind of conflicted. You know, should I should I? Because she sees it. She knows what's going on. Right. So she's like, should I uh, should I should I, should I help him guy out, or should I just let them let let him do what he's right. doing? Because these people deserve what they get. And I'll just leave it at that because then it takes some twist and turn. Okay, that's interesting. Um, it was it was okay. Yeah, it was it was it, it's more of a drama I would say than it is like because because the, the way the picture shows it, it goes it's more you would think it's more about this girl that just gets bullied and then she just goes batshit at the end. There's some of that, but it's more of a dramatic piece. Um, but I had a good time with it. It was okay. Um, so that's pretty much it. That's that's where I mean I've seen a bunch of them because it is October, but we don't have time for that. So um so yeah so I've had a good time. I've I've seen some good shit. I've seen some bad shit. Um obviously you know <laughs> Halloween ends was fucking the dip the drizzling shits. I mean in my opinion I guess I gotta say that because people get upset well, you're, now. You're not you're not that. the only one. <laughs> yeah yeah. So and, and and you know what here's the deal. Like I did I did send a message to to Nez right. I was like I was gonna cut a promo on him. Uh-oh. Because I was listening to, I was listening to last week's show, uh-huh. and Ness starts the he Ness starts the, the his part of the conversation by saying, "It's just a Halloween movie. Everybody chill the fuck out." Okay. And then he's and then he spends the next thirty minutes getting very passionate about his <laughs> point of view, and I'm like, "Dude, you literally just said not to." Do-. And then he goes around and does it right, but even then, like like okay. even then, like that's. That's one thing about the internet that that really well, there's a thousand things that upset me. But that's why I don't live on right. it. Um, uh-huh. One of the things is that when you say stuff like that, right? Because these sure. kind of conversations, this podcast, uh, you know, thousands of other podcasts, um, we the way that we get um, interaction and engagement is to talk about these niche movies, right? And to be passionate about them. That that's literally the point of these podcasts. So so to go out and say. It's just a Halloween movie. Just chill the fuck out. Like, you're you're not you're invalidating the the entire purpose of the of this outlet. And and so it's like, well, you know, it's kind of unfair, right? Because it's it's just a lazy way to say this kind of art deserves conversation, and this kind of art doesn't deserve conversation. And and, and that's not fair because Halloween one's a classic, and and I, and it's a legitimate yeah. piece of film art, right? So if if you follow that if you follow that trajectory, like. Every every Halloween should have engagement and conversation. And at the end of the day, Halloween ends was a piece of shit. I mean, now here's the deal. I'll have somebody saying, "Oh, I loved it. What the fuck? This or that." We need to. Th- th- there is certain um, criteria. Okay. As far as what makes a good, you know, I, I know everything's subjective, especially now where nobody wants to be wrong. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But everything everything's subjective. So. Here's the deal. Like, if I get a guitar and I go to Lance's house and I say, hey, Lance, here's here's my new piece of music. I want you to like it. I'm not going to ask you if you like it. I want you to like it. And then I just start strumming the guitar and all you hear is noise because I'm not even I'm not even pressing any keys. Right. That's just noise. I could say all day long that that's a piece of music. But it's literally if I'm just strumming a guitar, it's just noise. All right. And, okay. and there is a criteria to make a good movie just as there is a criteria to make good music. Right. There, there is mathematical formulas. And and so that's why we have a three act structure. All these little fucking geeky scientific ways of making good art. It's there for that reason. Mm-hmm. So this fucking guy and I'm not going to get into it because you guys have all heard it before. It's been a, it's been out for a week, whatever. But how the fuck do you like completely ignore not not only the universe that was set before you, but the universe that you created, you created that, especially well, with. with 
especially with kills. Okay. And you go ahead and you fucking introduce new things that nobody had ever heard about, right? Um, <laughs> like this idea that fucking all of a sudden Michael Myers could like translate or fucking, you know, give his powers to this other nerd, Corey Coney. He's not even a nerd. He kills the other nerds. Don't get me started on this marching band ordeal. And then, um, <laughs> you know, the the best part of that movie was the first five minutes where that where the kid falls into the empty pool. Well, that's the I best mean, part of that movie. I mean, you got you got Ari Oster, and then you got Uwe Boll, and then you got everybody <laughs> in between. And so, then you, you got know. David Gordon Green, who's like the offspring of both of them. And it just <laughs> depends where he's gonna go. Um, so so no, yeah, I, I was I was very upset by that movie. Not so much because again, it's not about like it was good or it was yeah. bad. It was just. You you you're not playing fair, dude. It, like it was, that's it was off it was off putting for you, huh? Well, he wasn't playing fair with his audience, okay. you know. And that's another thing. Like, what's up with this new trend of like all these fucking creators and filmmakers saying, uh-huh. "Well, it might piss off the audience." Yeah. Well, who the fuck are you making it for then? Like, you know, are you making it for yourself, for your reflection in the mirror, for that mouse in your pocket? Who are you making these movies for? You know that that I don't understand that. Um. So that so that was my fucking uncool of the week because it's it's been six days since I seen it not seven so it's still part of this right? week so yeah it's still part of the week and okay. so um yeah fuck that movie man. And, and and yeah well, I, I'm not gonna next. get into spoilers because it's too early and it's too it's too early not only since the movie came out but on this show so let's just say that it was fucked up and we need to start accepting <laughs> that if you fucking have a horrible movie own it you know why. Because research says that if you come to terms with your failures, you're gonna do better next time. Well, you know? well, well. Next up, he's got The Exorcist. So what? Oh my go goodness, what's gonna happen there? <laughs> I can't, I can't even imagine. And hey. I know it's, I know it's gonna be from the perspective of like Reagan's mom, from what I understand, right? That's what he was saying in I, interviews. I, I, I don't, I don't even know, Brian. Do you? Nope. <laughs> Ryan's done with all this shit, so <laughs> I don't blame him. Okay. Anyway, so we're done with that. So I have one uncool of the week, which I just talked about, and I had a bunch yeah. of cool of the all week. All right. That's good, man. Um, you want to jump in, Brian? Yeah. Uh, anything outside, the only thing outside of 31 I've seen, I saw, I caught the first episode of uh, American Horror Story, New York City. Oh, New York City. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna give it another episode, but right oh. now I'm not I'm not really feeling it. It doesn't uh-uh. really feel like a horror series. It kind of feels like more of a police procedural, true crime oh, detective. No. <laughs> and I just I don't know. I'm, and I I think as far as like legacy actors that that been on the show, the only one I recognize okay. is uh, there are there are legacy actors or not. The only one I seen was uh, what's his name, Zachary Quinto. Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Well, well, the other, one, the other one ones tend to show up in the. Years. They'll have cameos or something. Yeah. You think so, sir? You think Sarah Paulson will show up at some point? I don't think she's in this season. They've all kind of blown up hmm. a little bit. I mean, you have the Dahmer kid. He's doing a right. fake uh, Quicksilver, and he's Dahmer, mm-hmm. and who knows what other things. But he's busy. Um, what, what's Finn Whitlock doing? Is he doing anything? Because <laughs> he's part of that crew. Oh, uh, he, yeah, he, I, I see him pop up in shows all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's become a pretty big little star. Uh, he does a lot of like TV shows, like the kind that my wife watches, like dramas. 
yeah. <laughs> Rom- romant- romantic dramas and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's he got was, he's got he his crew of guys. He was the one who played Dandy, right in the. <laughs> in the what? I think it was the. Um, he played Dandy in the um, Freak Show series, right? Yes, and he completely goes bonkers in the third act of that show in the last three episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. that guy. He, he okay. steals the show yeah, in that, that season. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it. it, it for what it was, it wasn't it wasn't a bad first episode. It just I, I just kind of feel yeah. like it's it's going to end up going a little away from the whole horror aspect of the show and go into more like a true crime. Oh, I hope not, man. Maybe hope, Ryan hope, Murphy hope it'll find its roots. Maybe again. Ryan Murphy got confused because he has American crime stories and he has right, American right. horror stories, and he True. went into through yeah. the wrong door. And he's he's thinking, what the fuck? What's, what am I doing here? So that's probably what happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a, a I my rule is I usually give give a show like at least three episodes. So okay, yeah, give it a couple. Plenty plenty of time to write the ship, right? Yeah, but I, I got plenty to talk about when we do our 31 recap. Nice. Okay. Um, all right, my cool of the week. I'm uh, I'm pretty impressed with even though it does take place about forty or fifty years after the timeline in the actual books. Um, as somebody pointed that out in our notes, I, I forgot who it was, but said uh, they didn't know why they were going to do Interview with the Vampire taking place in like 1910 instead of 1840. Um, but I, so far, I'm enjoying it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Interview with the Vampire, I like the choice of uh, actors. They definitely don't hold back on the gore. Uh, they don't hold back on the, the sex and the nudity. So it's it's very it's very Anne Rice. Um, lots lots of dialogue in it, but um, well placed and well written dialogue. And um, again, they don't they don't they don't hold back. They they uh, I would say that uh, Lestat is just as just as uh, cruel. As he is, as he is in the books. I was gonna ask you, like, when I watched when um, the character that plays Louis, yeah, when he first talked, didn't didn't you kind of feel like he was doing kind of the way he delivered his lines, kind of a Brad Pitt kind of? Yeah, maybe a little bit, man. Um, I don't know, man. His voice, to to me, his voice kind of reminded me a little bit of. Um, Oh man! Like when I closed my eyes and listened to his voice, I was just thinking of um, ah fuck. I see. I can't even think of the actor's name now. But he he sounded a lot a lot to me like uh, Denzel. He sounded a lot to me like Denzel. Like if I closed my eyes and listened to him, he kind of had that same cadence that Denzel has, like in a lot of his uh, his his true crime roles and his horror roles and stuff like was- that that he does. Was that his background in the book? Basically, uh, yes. like, a, like a pimp. Yeah, well, somewhat, not really. Nah, it was it because see, this takes place in uh, the early 1900s oh, in okay. Storyville, which is like a neighborhood near the the French Quarter in New Orleans. But it's kind of like the seedier part of New Orleans. It's just to the north, like near Frenchman Street and all that. So uh, I can see why they did it because it's a pretty cool part of the city to focus on. But when you when you read the book, it all it, it took place about fifty years before that. So, you know, 
a little bit different timeline, but I'm, I'm digging it so far. I think I think the guy who plays Lestat is absolutely fucking perfect because mm-hmm. he he's the he's the perfect um, he's he's just seductive enough that you kind of want to want to get close to him, and then once yeah. you get close to him, he's he's uh, evil and cruel enough that like that one cop when he just punched his punched his fist right through his head. Yeah, I, I like brains everywhere. <laughs> I like the scenes where he's he's having conversations while he's having conversations. Yeah, yeah, because he can speak to him telepathically. Yeah, which, which is right out of the book. So it's it's very close to the book, just a different timeline. Which I'd like to see where they go from here. But have you have you watched it uh, any yet, Pedro? No, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, it's it's well it's well done, man. Very very expensively made show, and a really good friend of the show, Jeff Pope. Um, who we've uh, we've talked to before several times, and I message with quite a bit. He's he has a pretty big role in the show, so uh, oh, that's cool. Always always yeah. good seeing a seeing a buddy in the show. And in the first episode, they mentioned the the Mayfair, which is which that show starts yes. in January. Well, and they will come together because if it's going to be true to the books, they end up uh, intermarrying and and. Um, the vampires and the witches, you know, kind of all form a form form a unified front, um, especially as they get into like the late 20th century and early 21st century. So um, we'll see how far they take it, but I'm enjoying it so far. I'm, I'm I'm a couple episodes in, so that's my cool of the week. So it seems like they have, I mean, they have the material there, you know, for for oh, big time, yeah, big seasons. Um, well, how many and, how many episodes is this going? I think it's eight episodes in the first season, but uh, I know it's already been renewed for a second, so I don't mm. know if they're going to follow the books or veer off, but I, I do know that there's a ton of material, and I also know that Anne Rice's son is going to continue writing some of the books, so we, this could go on forever. This could be yeah. the next Walking Dead, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope not. I hope not, but it could be. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brian, we got new horror headlines, man. Yeah, we're going to uh, start with the Texas Frightmare guest update. Uh, you guys have been talking about The Walking Dead. Well, uh, David Morrissey, the governor, is going to be there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Barbara not, Steele. None of, us, none of us start jumping up and down too fast there, Pedro. <laughs> Uh, Barbara Steele, uh, known for uh, Black Sunday and Castle of Blood. That that excites me a little more. That excites me a little more. She's still beautiful, man. <laughs> I don't uh, know how old she is, but she's still gorgeous. The Wishmaster himself, Andrew Divoff, is going to be there. Uh, okay. And looking at these next guests, it looks like they might be having a Twin Peaks panel. Because they have oh, uh, Jack, cool. Jack. Jack will love that. Uh, Ray Weiss, uh, oh, Andrew okay. Robinson. Not Andrew Robinson. Andrew Robinson will be there, but he wasn't in uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. I don't have the act. There, there was a bunch of people that was supposed to be from Twin Peaks that was going to be there uh, from the movie Prey that just recently came out. Uh, Dakota Beavers and. Um, Dane DeLagro, who played uh, the oh, Predator. Oh, not, not Dane DeHaan. You teased me there, Brian. You teased me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, Lance I don't know if that's about to cancel his Airbnb on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damien Leone and uh, 
David Howard Thornton are there going to be uh, going to be there of course um, Sam himself Quinn Lord from Trick or Treat okay well I can have him autograph my tattoo <laughs> I have a Sam tattoo so we'll see see if uh, maybe we can get the tattoo artist to to set us up and get a permanent autograph of his of his, uh, his signature right under the the tattoo Pedro <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I did want to. I did want to say something. Uh, uh, you know, I'm very happy for the just for all the creators of Terrifier and and that whole franchise because it really is a little engine that could. I mean, this movie. Right. Oh yeah. You know, even like a month ago, it was just you know you're gonna it just got a standard theatrical release, and even that in itself is hard to get now with all the sure. uh, the IPs that are dominating theater chains nowadays. And you know, it did it did good. I mean, I, I was there opening day to you know support it and. You know, that two and a half hour runtime scared me a little bit, but I didn't feel oh, it yeah, one of bit. Course. You know, um, it, it's it's a great time if you go in there with an open mind and don't go in there all snobby thinking, why isn't this over after 90 minutes? Um, but, it, you know, it's great, great time. And, and just um, just seeing all the movies, all the all the horror films that are there, um, mm-hmm. you know, they they all kind of snuck up on us. You know, you have you have Pearl, you have Smile, you have the aforementioned Terrifier 2. I mean, there's so yeah. many there's so many good movies that you could go and support right Barbar- now. In the theaters. Barbarian, Barbarian's Barbarian, still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so um, that's probably my my number one of the year, by the way, so far. Um, yeah, it's up there and, for me, for sure. And we need to support these movies not only because we're horror fans. I mean, we I mean everybody that's listening to this is a horror fan, but mm-hmm. also because we want to make room for like new voices. Because again, you go you go through all these showing rooms and they're all dominated by IPs, right? They're they're all dominated know, by man. the Marvel films, by anything that yeah. any any sequel, anything that's a safe bet is what all that, that our studios are doing now. So we really need to support these films so we get more of them in the theater, which is for a lot of horror movies, that's the best place to see them because you get to feel the vibes and the energy of all the other people, especially if it's a really good horror movie. Like I thought Smile was really good. Um, oh yeah, then, you know you feel that intensity, good, right? you know. Yeah, and so yeah, no, I'm just I'm just very glad and happy that we got that this year because this is very unusual. But we're just gonna, I'm just gonna accept it and, and go with it. Yeah, maybe this is a sign of the future, man. Sign of things to come. Hopefully, mm. hopefully. All right, you guys mentioned Barbarian. Well, Barbarian is coming to HBO Max probably right. by the time you hear this, uh, October twenty fifth. Cool. Uh, Jordan Peele's Nope will be streaming on Peacock November 18th. All right. Like I said, I've already bought it. So I, I don't mind putting some money in, in uh, Jordan Peele's pockets at all, man. He deserves it. Yeah, I went to a, I went to a Halloween Horror Nights uh, a couple of days ago uh, here, here in the Universal Studios. And I got to walk through the set because they have the set there of the Jupiter. Um, what's it called again? Jupiter something. No, it's, it's amazing. It's like you're in there and you're like, holy shit. Oh, Man. that's got to be spooky, dude. <laughs> no, it was. It was. And, they, and then there's the part where you're walking and they turn off all the lights, uh-huh. like, you know, like the oh, no. whatever the creature's about to do its thing. Right, and, right. Um, and what's cool about this particular Jupiter, part of the Jupiter's track. Jupiter's claim. Jupiter's claim. Yeah, Jupiter's claim, yes. <laughs> and and uh, uh, the guy from The Walking Dead was not there, unfortunately, but that would have okay. been the, the, the full meal there. Um, sure. No, but. Um, is they also had because uh, because uh, it was themed uh, after after all his films you know so so they had oh, they had some nice. props from us nice and they had, and nice. They had some props okay. from get out so it was cool it was right. a cool thing all right a uh, little bit of tv news this is for the 
well, I don't know, know, if, know if we have younger listeners, but for <laughs> for our listeners that have kids that are trying to introduce them to horror, uh, Rachel Harris and Justin Long are going to star in a new live-action R.L. Stein Goosebumps series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, but is Justin I, Long gonna gonna play a walrus or what? <laughs> I don't know. He might come back for the sequel to uh, what was it? Uh, Tusk. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. I, I did just saw I did just saw Clerks three, and he's in there, so he's he's. Oh, is he? With, I almost watched that the other night. I'll, I'll catch it this week. Yeah. <laughs> was he his one character, Randy Saint? Whatever his name No, was. no, he was playing another guy. He was playing oh, okay. a side character. <laughs> it wasn't uh, the podcaster or whatever he was in okay. that movie. Okay. Uh, we brought up Smile a little bit earlier. Um, officially crossed $100 million worldwide. Awesome. Nice. Now, we're, yeah. now we're ready for Smile again or Smiles. It all depends where they decide to go with the next one. Yeah. Or yeah. they smile. Sure, sure, sure. I think now that you mention it, it kind of sounds like maybe smiles. I like yeah. that. I really remember like they that. have to they have to find a clever way to put the two in there, so it would be like a right. like a reverse S or something. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of like faces off. <laughs> uh, kind of like uh, this movie I'm about to bring up, uh, Megan, okay. where the E yes, is a Megan. three. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, after the response of the trailer. Uh, the studio has bumped up the release from January 13th to January 6th. Yeah, that trailer went viral big time. Everybody okay. was talking about it. All right. Well. Uh, the Conjuring 4 is officially in development, which is no surprise, but it probably anger Philip to know that James Wan is only producing. Producing it, yeah. And we're going to finish off with some David Howard Thornton news. Um, we talked about the trailer for uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood, was it Blood and Honey? Well, they're doing a Grinch-inspired movie called The Mean One. <laughs> David Howard Thornton will play The Mean One. <laughs> Lance, Lance just bought his ticket right now, and you can't even do that yet, so I don't know how he did it, but he did it. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Gotta squeeze it in there with uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sodomize somebody with a candy cane, right? <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll we'll ask him when we talk to him. All right. And that is the news. All right, uh, Pedro, you ready to take a little trip to the trailer park? Yes, I am. Okay, no music, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we will bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, Brian, what's the first new trailer tonight? Uh, the first one is from RLJE Films, and it's um, a new sci-fi film titled The Friendship Game. Hmm, okay. Uh, synopsis goes, a group of teenagers in a small town discover a strange object that tests the strength of their friendship. This stars Peyton List. Brendan Meyer, Jennifer Coping, and Dylan Sham Sham Shambing, probably. <laughs> Shambing. Shamala Dingbang. Let's just go with yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Directed by Scooter Corkle. And written by <laughs> wait a minute. Dan wait a minute. That, now that's a rib. Scooter, Scooter Corkle. Corkle. Okay, All right. Let's go with it. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's uh, start with you, Pedro. 
I mean, it's what these movies are. You know, they're very common nowadays. Uh, the yeah, group of either high schoolers or college kids. I don't even know what they are yeah. because there's a scene where they're like in a multi-million-dollar like loft with like a mm-hmm. guitar, the, right. and I'm like, there's no way these are high school kids. Or and if they are, they gotta yeah. be in their parents' house somewhere because that's something that was <laughs> I just didn't believe that at all. Um, it, it, it is bodies, weird bodies, because bodies. it. They're, they don't come off as high school kids, but the way the trailer presents them as right. if they're meeting up after high school, after school gets out. Yes, so, yes. But even if, but even if they're like young adults, like how do you afford a place like that, you know? Um, but that that's what they always do in these movies. I mean, you know, it's a movie, right? Yes. Um, those are questions we just don't ask. Uh, so... It looked interesting, but again, it's a it's a whole deal that we've seen before, yeah. where you you have you have a bunch of friends that are the supernatural entities taking them out one by one. Again, I think Final Destination kind of started that trend, and okay. it's the it's the I guess you could say the final girl's job or whatever to kind of find out what's going on and stop this entity. And this this per, this particular location, it's right. in a, in this weird like like box or like puzzle like ball or some shit. Um, <laughs> That 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 really only spins in them. It's got like this little gap, like this little opening, right? And it really only does its thing from there. But everything else is just like, I don't know, seems like a like a wasted puzzle, if you ask me. <laughs> um, but but uh, but it, I, no, I'm gonna watch it because because you know I, I like these movies. Oh yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're good. They're good little time wasters, you know. And I watch everything, so I'm not I'm not the right audience to say, oh, I'm not gonna watch that, because um, I'll sit through everything. Uh, sure. But <laughs> it, it was okay. I mean. I think I think I don't think there was I, I don't think there was one female in this trailer that did not have colored hair though, which also kind of really was something that stood out to me. <laughs> and I'm talking about like like very loud colors like green and red yeah, and yellow purple. and purple. Yes, sure. Um, but no, it was it, it has it has the girl from Corbo Kai in it, so I think mm-hmm. she's the lead of this yeah. movie. So I don't know if she should fire her agent or give him a raise. I don't know yet. We'll see after this movie's over. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm there for it. November 11th, I, I believe. Yeah, uh, I'll check it out too. I, I try to watch right. everything, but I can tell there's going to be a scene that just yeah. pisses me off where she reaches for the the little puzzle spear <laughs> and right? she says it it bit me. Well, maybe <laughs> you shouldn't play with it then. And she sucks her finger when she says that. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, Pedro, I think you said it best. It, it's 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 one of those movies you just kind of throw on and you just kill time with. So, but I, I, every year, every year we yeah. have one of these. Oh yeah, at least one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a group of youngish people with some kind of object sure. that they shouldn't be playing with, and it's probably yeah. it'll probably end up being bad for everybody, even even the main character at the at the very end. That's sure. right. Um, I, I, unless you make us watch it for the show, I'm going to avoid this one. It looks, it looks to me like they tried to probably rush this one out before the Hellraiser remake, because to me it just looks like a ripoff of the Hellraiser puzzle box. So, well, they were way late uh, on it. it was like two months. Yeah, late on I know one. they were way late. They must have had some <laughs> filming issues with Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip this one unless Brian makes us watch it. Well, I mean, I'm, it, I'm it, out. It. <laughs> Entices me to watch it. I mean, Does it says it, it tests their, the strength of their friendship. I mean, what is the strength of your friendship? Not to stab your friend I, with this knife? I guess. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you guys are. I mean, 
just regular decent people you shouldn't stab anybody period right the, yeah the problem the problem is there's so much media out there right now there's so many movies available that this one i just don't think is going to hit my radar that's true that's true well there's you so know? many there's so there's much just, options there's too much there's time. too much there's too much data out there right now <laughs> data <laughs> And nowadays, that's really what it is, because we're all being watched. So when we right, press play, right. everybody knows. Sure. All right. Pedro said it November 11th. Okay. Uh, only a little bit of trivia I can find on that movie. Uh, I'm assuming instead of Peyton List, it was supposed to be Bella Thorne. But she now had that a schedule. That I would have watched. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she and she cranks out about one movie a month, so I'm I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm surprised that she was double booked. No doubt. <laughs> All right, the next one is also from RLJ Films and will be released on Shutter, and that is a new action horror film from Neil Marshall, The Layer. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too happy with the Reckoning, which was his last movie. Right, um, right. You know, one thing about Neil Marshall that comes to mind is that that movie that he did, Centarian, it wasn't. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I really like it, but it didn't make a lot of money. But it kept him busy for like the next fifteen years because anytime television shows right, need a right. battle scene, they mm-hmm. hire him after that movie because they they know that he could. Okay. He's very competent in shooting big battle scenes, right? So right, right. You always you always see his name pop up in any television show that requires a big battle scene. And that's thanks to Centurion. So good for him. Um, mm-hmm. He's been milking the Descent fame for a while now, which is good for him as well. But, you know, besides that, all his movies are anywhere from 6 out of 10 to maybe like 7 out of 10 for me. So mm-hmm. I'm still going to okay. see this one, of course. Yeah. But his na- yep. in other words, his, his name is not box office to me. I, if I hear he directed something, I'm not automatically <laughs> going to get excited anymore. Yeah, Brian, Brian was right. The Reckoning was pretty bad. I'm look. I'm looking back over that one again. That's that. That was that was pretty rough. Yeah, that the the main actress in this that it, that is the same actress from The Reckoning, uh, Charlotte Kirk. Okay, yeah, she was yeah. also co-writer with Neil Marshall on this. Which I was going to read the synopsis, but yeah. basically, if you take a Laura Croft-esque military character and have her fight uh, one of the monsters from Resident Evil, that's pretty much this right. movie. Well, I mean, I am. I'm looking at a picture of her right now in a swimsuit, and I don't blame him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's more going on here than meets the eye. So, maybe they shot it back to back, like like um, like Pro and X. You know? like, maybe that's why. Right. And he's just been sitting on this one for a while. <laughs> or like or like Blubberella and what was the other Uwe Bowl, where he oh, did no, like he, three Nazi yeah, movies. He would shoot, at once. No, no, no. He would shoot them at the same time. <laughs> Not back to back to back. It was yeah, literally right. from one set to the other. Concurrently. You <laughs> <laughs> Bull's a national treasure. I don't care what anybody That's says. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, Lance, if you're looking forward to watching this, this comes out October uh-huh. 28th. But it's on Shutter? Uh, I think this will. They're gonna squeeze some money out of it first, so it's gonna be VOD and then. I'll, yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> you're I'll not wait. gonna watch. You're not gonna watch it even if it's on Shutter. I, I'll probably. I'll probably win when it's on Shutter. You know what? I'll, I'm gonna throw it on the 31 list. Okay. Did you, you guys? Did you, you guys catch uh, Dark Glasses by Dario Argento? Uh, uh-uh. got it. No. I'm gonna talk about it on my on the next recap. Oh, okay. there you go. There okay. you go. No, I'm just saying, because Lance's saying that he's going to watch it, but if he hasn't watched that one, okay. then... 
then that's kind of is, a big is deal. That, is that on Shutter now? Yeah. yeah. It's ah, been there. All right. Well, let me add it to my uh, to-do list then. You said it's called Dark Glasses? Yes. Yeah. The latest Dario Argento film. All right. I'm adding it right now. <laughs> the the poster looks like they live. With <laughs> <laughs> dark glasses, okay. I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. That was the final trailer. I forgot to send you guys the, the Mayfair Witches trailer, but we'll talk about that one next week. All right. Sounds good. And they're coming up to the inevitable crossover then if they're going to have the uh, the vampire. Now, that is on AMC Plus also, right, Brian? Yep, and okay. I'm in because good, it has good. Alexandria Dar- Dardario. Oh, my God. Please tell me she gets topless. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's the first episode of uh, Interview with the Vampires, any indication, somebody's getting topless. <laughs> Someone's getting naked. Okay. I, th- I thought you were going to say, well, if the paycheck's the right amount, then yes. But I guess I right. could say that, too. Oh, man. All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so let's move on to listener feedback. Uh, Philip's not here, so <clears throat> I will, uh, I, I'll, uh, I'll take it away on listener feedback. So um, this week, the podcast spotlight shines on the hounds of horror. Uh, this week, Jacob Inman joins Chris and Gabe yet again, and if he keeps hanging around the studio, we're going to have to start charging him rent. Uh, the, tri- the trio talk about Wes Craven's 1997 film Scream 2. Uh, two years after the terrifying events that occurred in Woodsboro, Sydney is now attending Windsor College in Cincinnati, and Gail Weathers' best-selling book on Sydney's life has now been made into a major motion picture. When two college students are killed in a theater while watching the new film Stab, Sydney knows deep down that history is repeating itself. Check it out. So that's uh, Hounds of Horror. Have you heard it, Brian? Yeah, I checked out the checked out this episode you talked about. It was a pretty good episode. All right. And why we'll doesn't why doesn't Sydney just change her name? You mean to like Cindy or something? Or something. And she's Maybe not she moving far away one, She's not going to be anywhere to right. be seen. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that, that's what they say, and then she'll pop up. Well, yep, I guess we'll play it by ear. Um, all right, so now we're going to uh, join our friend Marcus Will Turner as he continues through his annual 31 Days of Horror. And we are now up to number 16, Night of the Living Dead. An absolute, supremely evolving piece of art. Art that's only gotten better and more significant with age and prestige. A yeah, pre- that Tom Savini one was awesome. The Eternal Power. Well, I don't think he's talking about the Tom Savini know, one, Brian, is he? I, <laughs> but, I hope he is, because, I mean, somebody might get mad, but I prefer right? the Tom Savini one with what he did with the Barber character. Really? I hated I the Barber too. character in the George Romero one. Did you? Well, okay. Well, I, I like I like the original, but I'm super old, so <laughs> it makes sense, I guess. Um, all right, number seventeen. He checked out Open Grave. Have you guys seen this one? Sounds familiar. I think uh, it's is it Australian or something. There's a few movies called Open Grave. Yes, yeah, it's what it's, it's, it's okay. like one of those. I watch like hundreds of movies a year per year. It's just sure. one of those that I just it just I remember it, but kind not enough to have an opinion. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, all right. They did. This did not commit fully to an awesome foundational premise, and couldn't deliver a solid execution when it withered and shriveled <laughs> wow. down to down to a not original outing. That seems it's like the, me in the pool the other day, and I'll I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the it's the absolute worst of both brands of storytelling, uh, the worst of both worlds, <laughs> and it wasted my goddamn time <laughs> getting to the goddamn point. <laughs> this doesn't sound good, boys. Um, it's, it's, it's rare for him to show that kind of piss and vinegar, so this really must piss him off. I need and to it, find out which one he's talking about. <laughs> Which it, my first big disappointment of the month. Ugh, whatever. Let's move on to better features and simply leave this grave where where it is. <laughs> Gotta filled finish with, it with the pun. Filled with dead bodies in this dead fucking movie, too. Um, wow. He's talking about the Char- Charlotte Copley one. Okay. Charlotte Copley's usually pretty good. Yeah, I, I I've seen the movie, but I don't necessarily remember it. I know he he should have fired his agent a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been in some better movies. So he was pretty good in Beast. I thought I liked his role in that. Yeah, yeah, he was. But coming off District Nine, I mean, to peak yeah, in your, in your first know. movie, I know. It's like, come on. And I know he was in the A team too, but that movie wasn't that good, right? Uh, all right, well, let's move on to Fresh. I think we've all seen this one. This one came out this year. This one's got uh, the Winter Soldier in it. Um, this this uh, snacky gem holds, <laughs> <laughs> holds up to its name, a fresh and bold approach to the many horrors surrounding lavish and delicate delights. It's the kind of fare that settles into, into your stomach the wrong way while thrilling and repulsing you the right way. Uh, Hulu once again offers a flavorful <laughs> selection suitable for many horror fans and casuals looking to get more tasty chews out of their projects. Well, this is certainly filling, and then some. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I get tired listening to his reviews because I could never be that articulate and, and punny. I know, man. You know? But I, I, I enjoy him. I'm not saying I don't enjoy him. It's just that's a lot of work. Or hopefully he, he's just a natural. He's just a natural, and it just comes out. He is. He's He's a, word, for that. he's a wordsmith, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he ends it on Bon Appetit. <laughs> so, uh, all right, and then let's move on to number 19, Halloween Ends, Pedro. Oh, fuck that movie. What do you think he's going to say? <laughs> um, uh, okay, my latest hor- for the horror is up on the Super Network if you want to check it out, peeps. Uh-oh, he's teasing us. He's going to make you go to the Super Network to find out what he thinks, guys. Um, today, today I took on the the final Michael Michael Myers film in the massively loved, hated, and divisive series. Does this final film in this particular timeline end the franchise the right way? Take a look and find out. <laughs> what a carny always, this guy! What a carny! Support, support Marcy and Bede on the site. So to be continued. <laughs> Something tells me he didn't like it. Just just guessing, but we'll find out. He, he gave us a little whiff of his articulate style and then just to make right. us want and then, more and go yeah, click then, on the... Yanked it away. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Good little promoter there. Okay. All right. We got an email from Darren Wilson. Friend of the show, Darren Wilson. Um, 
He said, listening to the Beetlejuice Halloween Ends episode, of all the odd things in Halloween Ends that made me wonder if the movie was maybe Laurie's book she was working on but hadn't hit final draft form. The dickhead dickhead band kids bullying somebody felt pretty natural for the Midwest. I remember that seemed to happen in high school when some kids took shit for a year or three and then became seniors. Uh, There were definitely a few band kids in my senior year music theory class that for whatever reason became seniors and decided to try bullying a new kid when they thought they could get away with bullying. I can't remember now how it got resolved. (laughs) That was pretty much straight up late night freeform thought gibberish, but I already wrote it. (laughs) As as always, I'm enjoying the the listen. Later, Darren. Here's the problem with that. These band kids, I don't care if you're in the South, the North, the Midwest, they don't go around punking 24-year-old men and and try to get away with it. That's the big problem with with that, that, that entire scene. Right. Yeah, they definitely uh, took their chances, didn't they? <laughs> um, all right, we got we got got some more feedback here from Jack Falvey the fourth. Jack says, "Thanks for letting me hop on a few weeks back. Um, I watched the Fritz film Martyrs last year, and it hasn't oh left my yeah it hasn't left my head since I've seen it. I think it may be one of the most brutal but meaningful movies I've ever seen." Uh, okay, guys, what is your most brutal horror flick? Who are we going to start with here? You, Brian? Uh, I guess one that I'll never, ever watch ever again would be a Serbian film. I'll never watch it to begin with. <laughs> Heard too many bad things. Not not going to watch that one. I guess for me it would be uh, Salo 120 Days to Saddam. Mm. That's, uh, another that's one a- up. Another one I'll never watch. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, for me, I think it's uh, going to be Bone Tomahawk and or, <laughs> and or Terrifier, both with the same basic scene. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, that, that Bone Tomahawk cut, that was pretty fucking brutal, man. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's in the, in the cave and then... Of course, Art the Clown had to had to mimic that in Terrifier. So, uh, to me, that that's pretty fucking brutal. I'm sure we can think of a laundry list here. Too too bad Nez isn't on. He'd probably say Witchboard, right? Yeah, that is a pretty brutal movie. He didn't he didn't like it. So who knows? Uh, all right. Regarding the cabin at the end of the world, um, Andrew Huff says, "Love this book." He has several awesome ones. I'm actually reading the book right now because I want to read it before the uh, M. Night movie that's going to be based on it. So uh, Cabin at, at the End of the World. Pretty interesting so far. It's a fast read. Um, all right. Our show intro and all of our new T-shirt designs come from Steve Carlton from The Geeks. And be on the lookout for more great stuff from Steve. And our original artwork comes from Not Solani. Uh, if you'd like to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We will let, just like uh, Al Ramsier, we will let you pick out the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Um, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. Uh, I know we got one of those last week as well, so thanks. And um, now it's time for our main attractions. This week we're going to get into some found footage stuff with VHS 94 and VHS 99. 
So we'll start out with 2021's VHS 94. Um, a police SWAT team investigates about a mysterious VHS tape and discovers a sinister cult that has pre-recorded material which uncovers a nightmarish conspiracy. Director and writers Simon Barrett, Stephen Kostansky, Chloe Okuna, Ryan Prowse, Jennifer Reeder, and Timo Tanjanto. <laughs> um, the amateur sketch of the Ratman is a reference to the amateur sketch of a leprechaun, a leprechaun sighting in Alabama, circa <laughs> March 16, 2007. And the DVD release comes with a reversible cover sleeve. So, um, Pedro, how do you want to do this? Are we going to break this down by uh, episode or by uh, you know, because it's like what four like mini movies? Are we going to break it down one by one? We, or how do you we could, we could, we could give just our opinions on each one, just kind of All right, quick. Well, let, me, and, uh... let me pull up the wiki then. <laughs> so we'll round robin. Uh, Ratma is the first one, right? I, I don't think it's called Ratma. <clears throat> the wraparound. Uh, I think it's called Storm end, Drain. Right? Yeah. All right. Um, so what? What you think about that one, Pedro? Well, before we get started with talking about this one specifically, I got to say, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show today, because I'm a huge fan of this franchise. Like, like I love okay. the, the the first two. I consider kind of like anthology classics, because another thing about okay. me, too, is that okay. I'm a huge fan of the format. I don't think we okay. get enough anthologies, especially at a mainstream um, for, mm. forum. So um, the first one, I mean, it's got it's got the who's who of, like, horror filmmakers that would go on to hit the mainstream later on. It's got, like... Uh, Radio Silence is in there. David Bruckner's in there. Okay. Um, Adam and, Wingard. And Adam Wingard's in there. He does the 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 one that inspires Siren, I believe. Is that him? I I think that's oh, him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, sure, sure. And and VHS one also has a couple classics. It's got the the Siren one. Um, mm -hmm. and then it's, it also has um the last one, the one where the where the frat boys go into kind of like that house that's that's having like the ritual. Oh, yeah, I that, love that one for the hand. Yeah, that, that, was, one, that, that was, was really radio good. Radio Silence. Yeah, that was That cool. was Radio Silence, correct. And so off the hop, you know, great, great uh, start to the franchise. Part two, of course, part two is known for Safe Haven. That's a classic, right? I mean, where the... Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that, yeah, one, that one's... The Cold. Yeah, The Cold, yeah. So that one's done by um, Tito, the same guy that did the one we're going to talk about in a minute here. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the one everybody remembers, but they should because that one I think takes the the bulk of the movie. I mean, that that's a longer segment than usual. Okay. Um, but there's also a couple good ones in there. There's the one where they're on the bicycles and you could see like you could see through the uh, through the little lens that they put on their helmets. So that's another good one. Okay, that's then the they, one in the park, the zombies yes. and everything. Right. Then okay. they kind of hit a little bump with with viral VHS viral, which wasn't that good. I and hate it. I hate it. The wraparound story didn't make a lot of sense. It was weird. Because, again, yeah, they were trying to introduce that whole thing about the Internet, the early days of the Internet or whatnot. Sure. And then that brought us to VHS 94. Now, th this one got a lot of hype last year. This one was really promoted even, like, at the start of the year. They were saying, oh, we're going to get a new VHS. I got excited. Right, right. And, all in all, I think they, they did a good job. I mean, I'm a, I think I like most of the stories here. I really like Storm Drain, which is the one that kicked things off. Um besides the the wraparound story uh and that was pretty much about this uh this news reporter who goes into the the sewers um to to do a story on what they call the rat man and of course as they're going through the through the sewers you know it turns out that there's something more sinister and there's like this kind of cult down there that worships the the aforementioned rat man and yeah. at the end of the at the end you know the reporter gets 
gets taken by the rat man and then and then there's kind of like this infection that goes through and then at the end you know they, it goes into the the studio and then that's that's the end of that segment um the funeral home one was was okay but the one that i think everybody kind of talks about again by this guy timo tajaninto is the subject where it's oh, like this yes like yes, this pov yes um and that one's that one's bonkers. It's all over the place. I don't right, think it's as right. good as Safe Haven because that's kind of like a high standard, but it was still fun, you know. And it's very gory, so that yeah, that, fair, one, fair that enough. one that one was pretty good. And then mm-hmm. the the one that that kind of finishes it off as far as the the meat of the stories is, is the one about those those MAGA guys, the ones that are like uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the my that, supremacist that, group. That's that's weak, man. That, to me, in my opinion, that was pretty weak. <laughs> I mean, but I think that was more stupid. of a. Garden. <laughs> I mean, I know it's tongue in cheek and yeah, all that, that. That's what but... I figure. I figure they were they were trying to, you know, um, you know, make fun of that and and satire yeah, the, and the, stuff. The January the January six guys and all that yes. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it it turns out there's like a creature and all that stuff. But I, I had fun with it. But right. you know, um, so it wasn't as good as the first two, but it was better than viral, and that's okay. kind of like where I put it at. So I don't know. I, I thought yeah, VHS ninety four. It's very rewatchable, and, and and I think if people haven't seen it, they should check it out. It's, it's on Shutter, so mm-hmm. um, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, Brian, you want me to go next? Yeah, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. So I'm, I, I'd like to give a rating to each one of them. Okay. Um, okay, so Holy Hell, which is the wraparound, I thought that was super weak. I give yeah. that like a four on ten. I, I, it was just kind of silly to me, but I don't. I don't like most of the wraparounds. Um, the storm drain episode, the the Ratma, I thought that did some great mythology building, and and mm-hmm. I would give that one. A, I would give that one a strong seven on ten. Um, it had some good special effects. It was it was scary, and there's there's actually a. I, I, have you guys ever heard of the true uh, story of the people that live underground in uh, Las Vegas? No, I haven't. I mean, I've heard New York City, um, but not Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Look this up, guys. I'm. I'm. I, I kid you not. You could. You could completely go down the rabbit hole. There is an entire um, underground subculture of people underneath Vegas, and uh, I think it starts what? off off the strip. Yeah, and then it goes out from there. Um, and there are there's just tons of people that live under there. I've seen a couple of. Um, like YouTube reporters that have gone down there and interviewed people and stuff like that. But there's literally a whole world of people under there that just kind of live off the, the scraps. Um, and then it's like people that I think are probably gam- uh, gambling addicts who kind of live down there because they can't afford anything else. I was going to say, maybe, maybe this is, that's where the mafia sends you when you can't pay your bills. It could be, they, man. To one but of their casinos in the, on, the, on the strip. <laughs> It, it, it's it's a real thing, man. Check it out. And and that reminded me a lot of this. So, um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed that one. I, I would give the one with the um, I, I would give the one with the funeral home uh, an eight out of ten. OK, I think that one was really, really strong, especially the way they use some of the the effects of the lights turning out in certain places. And you've got the one girl alone all by herself there and stuff like that. Um, let's see. What what was the what was the next one? You said the subject is what it was called. Yes. Well, the empty um, wake. That's the one by Simon Barrett. Yeah. Oh, empty you already wake. talked about that one. No, no. Yeah, that's the, a, the, that's, the a, that's, a, that's an eight for me. For me, the subject was a strong nine. Um, it was just yeah, phenomenal special effects. 
um, incredibly brutal. And then when we're going to the MAGA guys, I, I, I'm back down to about a five, kind of like, you know, not really on one side or the other. I understand what they're trying to do. It's kind of like making fun of a certain, you know, subset of, of people. But yes. I just didn't find it that enjoyable. Okay. And um, that that's it for me. What about you, Brian? Uh, for rating these, uh, the wraparound, holy hell, it it was what it was. You know, it's just it's just there, just lead us to the next video. So it was fine. I would I would probably give it a six. Okay. Uh, the next one, uh, Storm Drain. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I, I like the whole story of the reporter going in there, you know, trying to get this story. And I really liked the the look of Ratma. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That, that was that was, was a great yeah. reveal. Yeah. Great reveal. Great reveal. Great practical effects on on Ratma right there. So I would I would get that one a seven and a half. Okay. Uh, the next one, Empty Wake. I really enjoyed this one. I thought the effects of the, the, the dead guy getting up, how he had most of his head missing and he oh, couldn't find yes. her and, until nice. the reveal of the Very other nice. part of his head was on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was really curious on what was happening after. Was she taken over by whatever spirit or was she a zombie? You know, what was the deal? Because you had, you had the one guy that came into the wake I don't know if you sure. guys caught it, but he was whispering some kind of incantation. Oh yeah, there was there was big stuff going on for sure. What's up, Phil? Hey, what's up? We're talking about VHS ninety four, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man, I was impressed with that one. All right, All right. yeah, Brian, Brian, Brian's about halfway through his review now. All right, All right. Sorry. Uh, empty wake. I would give a solid eight two. Uh, next up was uh, the subject. Oh, real quick, shout out to Steve Kostansky, uh, Psycho yes. Gorman director. Psycho he Gorman did, he did the commercial and the voice. Oh, Mas- cool. Bedroom right. Masher. Yep. And they do well, they do a shout out to that in '99 too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the subject with Timo, uh, direct writing and directing was just complete fucking craziness going on. It felt like a fucking video, a crazy video game. Of a bunch of shit that I probably shouldn't have been playing when I was a kid. That, that's what the subject <laughs> felt like. Yeah, I, but, it, I but, loved it, it. but it was also cool because those are the kind of games that were really they're in their infancy during that time. Remember that, like, like the Doom sure. game and yes. Diablo and all that stuff. So I really like how they did that. It was also connected to the theme of like '94. Right. Right. Yeah. So I would also give that one an eight. Nice and. Uh, Lance, I know you. <laughs> the terror, you know what? I'm gonna give it a six and a half. I, I like the stuff okay. with the vampire. I thought it was creative that they were trying to use the blood as a weapon. Sure, weaponize the blood. <laughs> and kind of like, kind of like they're doing The Walking Dead every week now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was hilarious when they started right. accidentally taking each other out, blowing themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah, that, that give that one a six and a half, and nice. All right. Oh, overall, probably as, as a whole, probably seven, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. This is a good one. Yeah, me too. Ninety four was good. 
So what does Phil think about 94? Let's get his thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that that one is a uh, pretty high quality, man. I love the uh, effects on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much all of the stories were pretty solid. Uh, production was great. I really don't have a lot of complaints about it. I like it was it was a really entertaining movie. I like this one. What was your favorite? Um. You know, that's kind of hard to say. I kind of like the Ratman one. That one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Which one was the the veggie ma- Oh, the veggie masher was the commercial? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. The subject. That one was okay. It, it started out. I didn't. It got a little anno- annoying at the beginning because okay. every time it showed her point of view, it was all like fuzzy and stuff right right the further it got going the more exciting it got so can't say i had a problem with that one uh the empty wake that was the zombie one Mm -hmm. yep uh that one was pretty fucking good Mm -hmm. creepy great great effects yeah Yeah. uh let's see terror that was the white supremacy one yeah Well, you just came right out and said it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I the thinly veiled politics of it I don't okay. like, but the story right. was pretty good, and I'm, I was impressed with it. So take that out of the picture. It's good. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What was the other ones? Holy Hell. Which one was Holy Hell? That was just uh, the wrap-up to the, the wraparound story. Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah, I felt like that one sort of, I mean, we'll get into VHS 99, but I feel like the, the mm-hmm. story, the wraparound story in this one was a little bit better than the non-existent one in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But it's like it's like Lance was saying, though, these all four of them, the wraparounds are never really that good. So they, they're, they're, yeah. they don't really yeah. even make much sense of even the first two. Like, it's like you got to kind of piece right. it together and they're a little convoluted, but yeah, yeah so, so the wraparounds are not really... I, I don't really judge it against that, but... Yeah, yeah. All in all, this was a good movie. Yeah, the wraparound is just get this get this person to play the next video. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if this, it makes no sense of why they would even play the video. And it, and right. it didn't. The, the whole story between that one was, was kind of weird, but it, it seemed like it was more uh, present <laughs> than, than VHS 99. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie an eight. I, I really impressed. I was really Very impressed. Very nice. With it. Yeah. 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 I'm 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 strong seven and a half overall for the whole movie. I think I, I, Brian, I'll go you, seven and a half. Right. All right. Yeah. So we all right. recommend it. Based mostly just on effects, um, dude. It was like better than I expected. Yeah. It to very be. very yeah. A lot better. A lot better done than some of these yeah. anthology movies, right? Yeah. It didn't look low budget at all. Yeah. So how are, how are we going to do 99 without spoiling? Because these are each short stories. Did we do the spoiler alert early, Philip? Uh, let's let's hit that spoiler alert right now. Okay. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right, Philip. Um, all right, let me pull it up here. VHS 99. Uh, witness a hellish vision of 1999, a social isolation, analog technology, and disturbing home videos 
fuse into a nightmare of found footage savory at savagery. Uh, directors are Flying Lotus, Vanessa Williams, and others. Uh, the film was rushed into production after the success of VHS 94, uh, with production having taken five months. Wow, that's a lot for a film like this. What did you say? Yeah. You said rushed? <clears throat> rushed, yeah. Okay. We'll just remember <laughs> that word. When did VHS 94 come out? Oh, that was 21. Okay. Yeah, that was like literally a year, about a year ago. Yeah, exactly. A year ago. But uh, but even for a movie of this ilk, they don't usually take. This is not a Marvel movie here. This five months is a long. Time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were they it's doing? Not Lawrence, it's not Lawrence of Arabia, is it? <laughs> well, I felt like the stories were longer in this one, huh? Were they? Uh, uh, they uh, felt longer. Yeah. They felt longer. That's for sure. I have to agree. They they felt like they was. <laughs> that first one really felt long. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, is this gonna be the whole movie? Because. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I guess we'll we'll start off round robin. Pedro, you want to take us off? Yeah. So, um, yeah. No. That first of all, I was waiting for the wrapper on, and there really isn't one. They're okay. just a bunch of commercials and and just okay. the the little the little uh, toy soldiers that somehow there's a story going on there, um, which didn't make any it. sense at all. I, I, yes. I don't get it, guys. It was I mean, like, here's a palate cleanser before the next story. It, to guess. be honest, it, it, Pedro, it was like that thing you said about nostalgia. It, it Hell of a kinda, drug. Yeah, kind of, kind of hit me there because I, I, I had those same army men when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. but that, this is 1999, dude. This is not 89. Them little toy soldiers were long, long in the trash by 99 in my life. Um, <laughs> right. But, but yeah, the, the first one is called shredding. And uh, it's about right. this band called okay. Rack, you know, which was uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Rachel, Anchor, Chris, and Caleb. Uh, get it, Rack. Um, <laughs> and, and this is frankly, about. Uh, frankly, no, I don't get it. It's good <laughs> fucking horror. Not near as good of a name as Bitch Cat. Yeah, and, and yeah, this, and, or uh, Pussy. What was it called, Brian? Pussy Willow. Pussy or? cake. Pussy cake. Yeah, pussy cake. <laughs> I forgot. I, that was one of my cool of the weeks. I forgot to talk about that. I like that movie. Oh man. Um, it's better than this, that's for sure. <laughs> so, so, anyways, long story short, the, you have these punks who are like, and I want to say this is done on purpose. Yeah. They're the wanna, most annoying fucking people on earth, like on earth. Um, <laughs> and, and and so they they go into this, uh, I guess, abandoned warehouse or something where there was a fire. Uh, they don't really say when, but in the past, and it actually killed right. a previous band. And and they even do this thing where they cut back. Now, I don't know how they cut back. See, this movie doesn't bother to make any sense. The entire movie. Because <laughs> the previous ones would give you an excuse of why they're watching a the tape. Okay. It would give you an excuse of how they rewind. All this other shit. This one doesn't care. So we get a flashback sure, sure. within the video of the band that caught fire. Literal fire, by the way. Not got popular. They actually, you know, burned to death. Yeah. Okay, um, real, real quick, can we say the band? That band looked way more interesting than this band. Yes. Yeah, I believe it was called Bitch Cat. Mm. Yeah, that was the one. Kind of like, kind of like the drummers for Spinal Tap. They all spontaneously <laughs> combusted. <laughs> now, I I don't know how much heat this story is gonna get because this did happen with right. Great White, and 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 this I don't know if it was that long ago, but okay. it's, if it's well, fresh in my mind, I know. Was that? They didn't die though. I believe one of them did. Did they? I, did they? Yeah. Well, some of us people died because the the place caught fire, and I know there was deaths for sure. Yeah. Um. Actually, I, I believe. Yeah, I believe some of the people, some of the band members also passed away. Really? But yeah. So, so the 
the point is that these punks again. <laughs> I'm not. I 20, don't mean to 20 to 25 minutes of this fucking film is literally them just yeah. being the most annoying fucking kids on earth. And except kinda, for the drummer, kind of like the chick, the chicken dash cam, huh? Yeah. Well, the well fuck, she, was, she's supposed to be irritating, though. Yeah. Well, I want to believe that these kids were they were irritating for a purpose, which was their ending. Um, I guess. So it's a very simplistic. We're, we're, we're talking way too much about this fucking story already because it's right. a very simplistic story. These punks go into the venue and essentially mm-hmm. the spirits of the, of the band that burned to death on that venue are still there. And somehow they don't come back as ghosts. They come back as like like meat eating zombies. Like <laughs> I've never that, that's part of a new mythology there where yeah. ghosts enjoy meat. And so essentially <laughs> the 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 fucking um the the band rack, they're 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 annoying as fuck. They do this right. one performance where they start kind of gyrating and the drummer's like, no, nah, cut it out, man, this ain't funny. And then he kind of becomes a, a pussy and he wants to go home, but mm-hmm. it's too late because the, they've already awoken the spirits. Uh, oh, bitch cat comes in and claws their way. See, I'm doing a Marcus there. Claws nice. their way <laughs> into into these dumb fucking annoying teenagers and essentially just fucking eat them. That's it. That's the that's the whole story. That's it, huh? Now, thirty five minutes, yeah. minutes we'll never get back. Right. Well, yeah, and they spend so much time like on character development with these assholes. And- <laughs> And I was like so twenty-minute thing. It's like I, you spent ninety percent of your time building up these idiots. <laughs> and I was so confused. I thought this was the start of the wraparound story. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was like, this is the this is yeah. the first story. Well, I thought it was going to be the whole movie there for a minute. I was a little worried. Yeah, <laughs> pretty 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 bad. Pretty bad. Went back to the main menu and saying, "Did I press the right button, or am I watching dark glasses here?" <laughs> this fucking movie. <laughs> Nothing's happening here. Wow. Um. Yeah. And then, and then to to top it off, one of them, like like you have Rachel, which is a common name, you know, nice Christian name. You have sure. Chris, another nice Christian name. You have Caleb. Okay, we'll accept it. And then just so okay. that we get more pissed off, there's a guy called Anchor, which is not even spelled <laughs> right. It's called A N U K U R, like. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I think Anchor's a drummer, which he looks Latino, so there's no fucking way his name's Anchor. Okay. Yeah. Anchor I was, like he was the biggest kid. pussy in this whole movie. <laughs> How Uh-oh. are these your bandmates or your friends? Yeah, they're right. kind of assholes. It's like all their pranks are geared towards him and only Poor him. Guy. He's a lonely think kid he, that wants to have friends. That's what's going on. I think the the only female in the group also calls him a pussy. Like, <laughs> I, 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 Anchor couldn't have been his name. It had to have been He's pussy. He's probably in the friend cause... zone, too. He probably wants to fuck her or something. Well, probably. Probably, probably, probably so. Probably so. Never happened. Spice Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. That is what they called him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he got mad about it. I keep trying to tell my son, right? I'm like, listen, somebody starts talking shit. The more upset you get, the more shit they're going to talk. <laughs> That's well, just sure. how that works. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's more fun that way, right? Yeah. I'm like, if Ugh. you let them know that it bothers you, they're just going to mm-hmm. zero in. <laughs> I don't I don't have much to add to this one, guys. <laughs> Anchor. You that makes me mad that all. you said that's somebody's name. I did feel bad for him, at least. 
I didn't. He didn't even I fucking did, leave when all the shit happened. Right. He's in the fucking corner somewhere crying. Oh boy. My own. The ending was cool though when they're all kind of animated and they're all put together again and it's kind of like puppeteer to play. <laughs> it reminded me of that scene from 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 Dust Till Dawn where Tito and Los Tarantulas are playing and they're all sure. vampired out. And they got the bodies as guitars and well, shit. <laughs> it's oh, not as good. Not as if good. Selma Hayek had shown up with a snake, I would have been in. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Qu- you know. Quick question: What was the point of the the blow up dolls that they were jumping on them? <laughs> Maybe David Gordon Green re- directed this. Let's let me look no again because it seems like he had something to do with this. It's like a MythBusters thing. How much pressure does it take to? Explode a body full of jello. <laughs> Pretty bad. All right, so now, so now we go, we go. Okay, so now it picks up though. Let me right. be. Let's be mm-hmm. fair here. It picks up really, really right. good oh, because good. we're going to suicide bid. So this one's a cool little story. It's about this this kind of girl that wants to belong. It? What's that? But was it pretty good? Okay, okay. We'll, 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 get, it. we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Okay. I like this one because first all of right. all. All these stories, where every time I watch them, I'm like, could, could somebody make a full movie out of this? And I honestly believe people could make a full movie out of Suicide Bit, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Yeah. All right. There were so many things that were teased that were not right. answered, and then it seemed like this was the first 10 minutes of a whole feature because they, right. they this, mm-hmm. this girl called Lily, they, they, she wants to join that, that the, um, sorority, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the other girls make her go into this, this grave, and there's like a whole okay. mythology around the grave. And they're like, we're going to, you know, you're going to be there. And then they even give her like an escape little thing, like a little box to escape if she, she wants to, you know, get out early. And if she makes it throughout the night, then she's in the in the sorority. OK. And then what happens is that this is a calamity shit right here, because then yeah, so, it sounds starts, like a Scooby-Doo cartoon with a haunted house. <laughs> they have to stay in overnight. Uh, <laughs> then they, it starts raining out of nowhere. Um, and then uh, um, the girls, they, the, the, the security guard kind of scares them away and they're like, in a very matter-of-fact way, they're like, oh, we'll just come back to m- in the morning and get her. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's so many questions that went through my mind when, the, when that fucking dialogue was exchanged. <laughs> and they bounce. And then um, the security guard's like, I don't want to get a, a... He doesn't want to get sick. I forget what he says, but he leaves. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. <laughs> and then, uh, so the girl's stuck in the, in the coffin. And, and the rain, they show the rain actually, again... They don't care about the found footage at this point in this fucking movie because we're no. getting all kinds of different angles. Yeah. Um, so the, you could see the mud starting to come into the the, the, the open grave because it's raining. And so the, pretty much the rest of the story is about the girl that's stuck in there with no one to help her. And I thought that was pretty scary. I mean, anybody right. could see themselves in that scenario. Um, so then as, as she opens the little escape box and it ends up being a bunch of spiders, like they just, you know, they just kind of come out. So there goes that plan. And then <laughs> I don't know where the other girl, the one that supposedly died like 10 years before, the one that the entire mythology is based on, she comes out and she grabs uh, the, the, the girl that Lily, the one that's trying to join the sorority. Mm-hmm. And then in the funniest fucking part of the of the of the story, because of the acting, right, the other girls right. come back and they, they, they very matter of factly say, now if this was a real movie, there would be a good two to three minutes devoted just to this scene because this is a big deal. What's about to happen? But okay. here, they're like, they freak out for like a second, and they're like, let's nobody ever talk about it. We're not going to talk about it ever again. Okay? Got it? Good. And then it's they like just Yellow Jacket. Yeah, they just leave. And then we, we skip like an entire fucking act of the movie, 
And then all of a sudden they just wake up in the coffin and every one of them is in the coffin now. And then the girl that was there earlier, Lily, comes out with the other girl. Yeah. And then they kind of reclaim they claim their souls or whatever happens. And then that's the end of the story. So that's what I'm saying. This story could have been an actual feature because okay. once okay. it would have been like, let's never talk about it. You could have like the entire story of like all the girls that, that went on to live their lives are kind of scared and they're seeing spirits or whatever. I don't know. I like this one. So okay, yeah, yeah. I, I dug it too. Um, yeah, like you said, if this was a a, a fuller feature, you could have got more into because it's called suicide bid because this is the only no, excuse me the only sorority that she's trying to go for, and basically yeah. so if she doesn't put, make it into this one, she basically puts her position to kind of get you know ousted by everybody you know exiled basically be a loner nobody's gonna fuck with her. And yeah. if this was a full feature, I would like to see them. Why is she so dead set on getting into this sorority? And wow. But I will. <laughs> that was a funny scene when they came back for her. Because I like I like that they dove into the water and they was in there for like five seconds. And it was like, she's gone. I was I like, you can't see anything <laughs> in that water. Yeah, it's muddy water. And isn't there still Stick a lid it. on that thing? <laughs> and then yeah. there's another girl that's like, what do you mean she's gone? Then she jumps in. <laughs> Mind you, she doesn't take off her brand new Letterman jacket or anything. Or shoes. And she's in there for probably a second longer and then pops up. You're right. She's gone. <laughs> I was like, what? Man, I, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but the, hap- the happiest day in my college career was the day in, in my freshman year uh, when I when I told the fraternity that I was pledging, "Fuck you, fuck you all, you're on, you're not gonna take me out and yell at me with a bunch of other fucking pledges in the middle of the woods and leave us stranded there. You guys can fuck off. I, I'm not interested in being in a fraternity. So I don't know why she cares so much about being in the goddamn yeah, sorority. That, that's These why people I would, are fucking idiots. That's why I would like to like. <laughs> it's not <Pedro's>, my favorite. <laughs> that's why I like like Pedro said. I would like to see a full feature because yeah. there even there's there's one girl that's like while she's getting drunk like talking shit to her, but she's so right. just dead set on getting into this sorority. Why? I, would, I mean, yeah. what's the big deal? Maybe maybe she would make a good partner with that drummer from the previous story because they're both like losers who just want to be like ragged on the entire time. <laughs> uh, I, I guess. Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> anchor, our boy Anchor. Oh, boy. Yeah, and this one was, was probably my favorite, too, and it seemed like it was the was shortest. It? Okay. Um, but, well, because it was actually at least interesting to watch. I, I was not a fan of the effects at the end. Okay. Uh, I think that could have been yeah. done better for sure. <laughs> and it was yeah. it was surprising because watching VHS ninety four, they were so good. And then this pops up and I'm like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, VHS VHS ninety four was a completely different movie than this one. That's for yeah. sure. And just want to throw out there this I believe this is the first time where no previous Although, Go ahead. Uh do, do what, Brian? Uh, I think we had to delay there what'd you say no you said this was the first one that uh the directors hadn't done anything prior yeah i think this was all new directors to the series no okay. no returning directors and this one okay, was that, uh that Yo- Yo- johannes roberts he did the first 47 okay. meters down oh okay well, hey. oh. that Boy, kind of explains I. a lot actually <laughs> unfortunately yeah <laughs> i take it you didn't like this one lance 
not a fan. The, o- the only one of these I kind of liked was the one we're going to talk about next, just because it was so batshit crazy. Oh, Double but, Dare? Uh, well, I mean, Ozzy's Dungeon? It, yes, yes, yes. I loved it. <laughs> I didn't love it, but I, I, I loved it. It was a bright spot in a bunch of shitty uh, shows. <laughs> a bunch it's, of uh, shitty mini-mits for me. With, uh, your boy in it from Walking Dead. <laughs> Negan? Negan no. was in this one? Negan, wasn't he like Negan's like right-hand man? I think so. Oh, that was him? The game uh, show guy? Yeah, I'm trying to oh. look up. That <laughs> was Stephen Ogg. Yeah, Stephen Ogg. I, lo- I love okay. that guy. No, I just I just like the way it was so batshit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love the way that, 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 that <laughs> he kidnapped him but put him in the cage and said, okay, go through that slide, motherfucker. <laughs> go, go into that pool of shit. <laughs> Climb you know through what? all that shit. And you got all that <laughs> diarrhea in there. <laughs> I like that she had to take her shirt off first. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then she and then she blew that snot when she started coughing for like no reason yeah. other than to yes, yes. people out. <laughs> I was like, all right, she's crazy. Yeah, that, see again, that I CGI thought, snot. I thought it was gonna tie to dash cam there, right? Where they were gonna start turning into like COVID zombies and shit. CGI <laughs> snot is is my arcade fire cover band. <laughs> yeah, did there they, you go. Did they not take their daughter to a doctor? Why did her leg look like that? I was wondering that. That was, that was bad. Yeah. Well, I, th- was I think I think tough. there is some. Um, you know what? This is a very good story, and I really liked it. I think there yeah. at, at the end we find out that the daughter was mad at all of them, including her own family. That's why she wished right. for them to all get killed. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and um, so that so that's the reason. Yeah. When you ask, why didn't they take her to the doctor? Well, they fucking should right. have. But I think I think the mom was so upset, and we could read a lot into it, you know, like like you know, race okay. relations, whatever you want to say. But mm-hmm. but it was the mom's projecting her own anger at this entire situation that it ended up even hurting her own daughter. I think that's what I got out of this as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, they hoard um, they hoard the daughter out too, right? To be yeah, in the game exactly. to try to win money for the yes. for the family. So now, now, how come they didn't they didn't they didn't like like um kidnap that that chubby kid that caused this entire thing the one that, that went over been, that would have been fun the one that went over the girl that's <laughs> yeah this entire thing in motion right. like that that, that kid broke cheated leg. That, that that grabbed her leg yeah, pushed her down that's what i, I was going at him right <laughs> because they they mentioned that they made the game the obstacle course okay unwinnable but yes. they never right. showed nobody never won it they never showed how they were unwinnable. Like I thought they were going to go and when they went to the studio, they were going to look at one of the slides or something. And they're like, Oh, this thing stops you from doing this or something, but they never got into it. Yeah. Right. I, I do like the scene. I do like that. That scene where Stephen Ogg is like, what is that brown thing? And then the, the, the lady's like, well, it ain't, it ain't pudding or something. <laughs> What's all that brown stuff in that pool? Well, it ain't pudding. Um, <laughs> No, I I like this one, and it's directed by uh by the Flying Lotus, whoever that is. One of my pet peeves. I've never seen that movie. The black the Black Saint hated it. Am I right, Brian? I hated it. Cuso. One the Black Saint hated. Yeah, Uso or Cuso or whatever. Cuso, it's it's weird. Like this one, I think (laughs) if I remember correctly, it's a bunch of short films that are just fucking super weird. Okay, right? well, this one, this this story is weird, and that's part yeah. of the charm because it is this weird, like 
it's not, it could, this, this story could not take place in our uh, world. This is like this, sorry. like this other world and shit. And and right. just it's so dark. Even even before the shit hits the fan, like even the the, the game nope, show, like, no nope pun intended. <laughs> The game show itself is kind of dark and weird, and 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 you know Stephen right. Ong's like hamming it up as the game show host, which he does have a lot of charisma, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, got to climb, got to climb through the stomach and the intestines and the yes. out the poop shoot, everything, <laughs> poop shoot. Um, yeah, right. and then they keep on showing a replay of the leg injury. They show like five replays of the leg injury. Oh yeah, yeah, from different <laughs> angles. <laughs> And then they show the audience, and you know the, that's where the mom gets right? upset. Um, but no, the th- this 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 story also had a lot of twists and turns because I guarantee you, none of us knew it was going to end the way it ended from the beginning of this fucking story. It just it just takes this weird turn, where somehow Ozzy's dungeon could grant wishes, which we never even knew until <laughs> until. Yeah. Into the See, I kind of like that, man. No, I, I do. I, I love it. Like I love surrealism. That. No, yeah, exactly. I love that part. And and then you know something's weird when they go to the game show lot or whatever, and there's like right? armed guards right there, and it's like oh shit, now something. Oh yeah, here. that's right. And then now they the go into the real. yes, and then they go into the back ways, and then that's uh-huh. when they see, we see some sort of like ritual going on, and there's like this lady that's having like a, a about to fucking crap out some sort of monster or whatever. <laughs> and that, and that's where the shit. Is. That's yeah, it. that that's shit was wild. Ends. And yeah, no, I, I really like this one. Yeah, this was the only one I kind of liked, really. So, so, so I right didn't now, hate it, but it took them a while to get where they were going. It, yeah, it like, did. It did. Uh, like the whole it. first half of it, where they're just showing right. the double dare thing, mm-hmm. I was like, "What? Where are we going with this?" <laughs> and, uh, and then the lady taking off her shirt for like no reason. <laughs> yeah, that shit right? was fun. Right? <laughs> and, then, and then the pussy whooped husband, who's just holding the camera the entire time, he doesn't say shit. Like he just kind of. I'm sorry, the- baby. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That show Double Dare. What was the host name? Mark something or Mark, Mark Summers? Summers. Right? Mark Summers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all, then, these, all these kids show hosts give me some creepy vibes. I'll be honest with you. Oh, big time, dude. <laughs> and then he would show up like on the Nickelodeon, um, like award shows and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> Wonder Mark Summers. The, uh, wonder how he got around the restraining order. Uh-huh. That he wasn't supposed to be with that and that many that close to kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I like this so so I, I'll give this Aussie's done. We're not. Are we doing the whole individual rankings again or no? I guess not because we haven't. If done we it. are, I'm I'm going two two, and then for Aussie's dungeon, I'm going seven. Wow, two and two, Jesus. Yeah, two and two. Oh. They're uh, fucking horrible. That I'm going uh, bullshit. All right, I'm going two for the first one. Okay. So, I'm yeah. going. I'm going eight for the second one. Eight on eight. ten. Eight. I, I like it. I like it. Oh, the suicide bed? Yes. Because uh, I want to see. I want to see a whole movie on three. that. I'll go three. I'll go three. I want to see a whole movie on it. Wow, Lance, three. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then go I'm going because it 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 had a uh, potential. <laughs> three does not sound like potential. <laughs> three, three, three is close to five, Brian. Come on. No, three is rethink your career. You shouldn't be making movies. <laughs> yes. Doesn't sound like you have potential, kid. All right. And then I'm going eight for Aussie's Dungeon because it was so bonkers at the end. Damn, I dude. loved it. Okay. I'll go two, seven, <laughs> and seven. Okay. Okay. See, I'm gonna go three, six, six. Okay. okay, that's good. I think because yeah. I think both of those were, were pretty decent. Although they were fucking 
weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah. and the suicide yeah. pact one was just so simple yeah. and quick. True. Which, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing in a movie like this. So right. that kind of worked. I just didn't get enough out of the suicide bid one. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's I can understand me. that. That's just me. Well, none of them were as complicated or as good as anything in 84. VHS 94. Yeah, agreed. I'm thinking because Shutter took over the production, we're gonna see less and okay. less money to these things. They're, they're, you don't. It's a different production team, and okay. you know they're just kind of using the name. And I think this is the first movie where you could tell it has less money than the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they should they should do a, a weekly series now. Well, <laughs> they've, they've they've well we're kind of jumping ahead, but they've already greenlit the next one, okay. and they got some pretty eighty five, and they already they got David Bruckner, Scott Derrickson. Oh, wow. Oh shit! Oh um, shit! So they're my, going my, back to having spending some money again. Then. That should be a theatrical right there. Uh, my crush, Gigi Saw Guerrero. Oh, they, 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 they got some names in there. Oh. <laughs> she did Bingo Hell, right? Yeah, yeah. we forget about that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, the inimitable Richard Brake was in it, so yeah, yeah, we love that guy. <laughs> yep. Um. Right. So then we have one called the Gawkers. Now this Which is another I one. I don't even remember. Oh, you guys right. are gonna have to remind me. This, this is the Medusa one. Now, yeah. oh, that was pretty good special effects, actually. Yes, uh, well, I, mm, I, I kind of liked it? that. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I mean, they had boobs. <laughs> hey, Medusa like that. <laughs> so again, this one's more along the lines of the siren one from the first one, right? Where yes, you yes. know, they're kind of, sure. but but sure. but the 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 guys in the first one were not as annoying. Again, we're going back to teenagers. Something about teenagers mm-hmm. with this fucking movie. Um, yeah, so now we're going pussy. back to more annoying. Yeah, teenagers. Want pussy. Come on, that's yeah. Cool. And and real quick, this the the toy soldier, the little the little short little pieces. This this goes into this one. Yes. Ah. All this right. was the, the 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 kid's camera the entire time, um, oh. and he was the one that was Brady's the one that was making the little movies, the little stop action movies because who uh, might be a serial oh. killer in the future? Who knows? Yeah, because okay. right before his brother comes and takes the camera, he is having two of his toy soldiers make out. Yes. So this uh, guy this guy uh, has issues. This guy has issues <laughs> off the hop. Jeffrey Dahmer in him? No. Huh? no. <laughs> well, he never gets Not to do it because he, he runs Dahmer into Medusa. Because <laughs> then he'd be dead, but you know. <laughs> so so yeah, so so this kid called Brady, he's got the little camera we talked about. Then this is another story of a kid getting bullied. How many of these fucking I don't know, man, these filmmakers, there's a lot of projection yeah. going on with their own childhoods I could see. see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam, this kid seemed to enjoy having a dick drawn on his head because he was kinda <laughs> laughing about it. Yeah, but because well. he wants to belong. At well, that that's point. what happens when you fall asleep first, man. I just right at that point should have known that was going to happen. <laughs> so, so this is kind of like a rear window kind of, you know, dash yeah. fucking siren dash. I have no money. Let's see what you come up with. Kind of kind of story. Um, it ends up being that these horny kids they install some sort of spyware on on the computer, and then they they go um, they start spying on this attractive woman across the. I guess you could say across the building, mm-hmm. and they end up uh, they 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 kind of peer pressure their friend to go over there. He goes over there, whatever. And then, long story short, this this broad ends up kind of becoming into a Medusa or a, what they call it, Gorgons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Gorgons. yeah. And uh, and that's it. You know, she kind of creeps everyone out, and then she first kills the kid that went over there, and mm-hmm. he kind of just kind of stays paralyzed. 
And then somehow, I don't know how, but she finds out that she's being watched by these punks. And then she hops over to their apartment building and just takes them out one by one. And that's that's the story. <laughs> and that's it. And the, well, that no, was, that's all, folks. That they was actually, I was kind of disappointed about. All though. right. Well, like the the I, I feel like the setup for this one almost looks sort of yeah. realistic found footage. Right. You had the, the like sure. you said, the rear window thing going on. Yes. And uh I, I think it could have been really interesting, but then when yeah, I, I, it fell apart with the when Medusa popped up. <laughs> Where it really fell apart for me is when Medusa or Gorgon or whatever was chasing them. There was right, right. no reason for him to still hold the camera at <laughs> all. True. Yeah. Yeah, they all just yeah. sort of stood there and watched her rip her buddy apart. I mean, it is found footage. So <laughs> what are you going to do, Brian? They're like, oh my god, she's throwing body parts everywhere. Yeah. We should keep, run. Keep oh, filming, shit. keep filming. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's a big thing with all these fucking movies. I mean, why was what's her what's his name? The guy that got canceled. Uh, right. The, what was his name? Miller from from Cloverfield. What's his name again? Uh. No, TJ. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. He oh, held, yeah. he held the camera. And there's a big yeah. fucking monster all over New York City. I know. Yeah, this motherfucker doesn't drop the camera. Well, um, if there was a big monster in New York City, that'd be a pretty solid reason to have a camera on it. <laughs> I, <laughs> they guess. Need, well, I, I guess they you're need right. the video so they can believe. <laughs> so, no, what, where I think they really fucked up is they should have never showed her face. Because once okay. they showed her face, and yeah. they even do the thing where it's kind of cheesy. Right. She looks into the camera because we're supposed to get enchanted too, right? So right. she looks into the camera. <laughs> And I'm oh, like, was that what that was at the end there? Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because that's why. But <laughs> I'm just think I'm just thinking where all the money go. That's what I'm thinking. She's not enchanting shit. I'll st- like, I'll I'll still give it a five. I ca- I kind of like the special effects. I kind of like seeing the snakes and everything. So I'm giving it a five. Well, I'll, I'll give it a six and a half. Okay. Because I did like the reveal. I thought the reveal was cool because it's like these horny kids. They're just trying to. Like you said, you know, they're trying to get sure. there, you know, um, because remember back then, folks, it wasn't like it is today. You, it was hard to see some titties back in the day. So, <laughs> so you, you had to take the W's wherever you could. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so these, I, I get these kids motivation. But um, the Internet but, wasn't there. We had a Sears catalog. Yeah, there was, there was, there was no you porn. That's for sure. <laughs> And hopefully a freaking Victoria's Secret magazine. If you yeah, <laughs> or at least a National Geographic, Park. right? <laughs> or or at least try to put the Playboy into the Sports Illustrated, like I used to do when I was a teenager. Go to the newsstand and then put one underneath the other and just try to flick the pages before the guy's like, "Hey, you're gonna buy that or what?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> put it back." Um, so so yeah, no. So I did like the reveal. But it did got it got kind of cheesy at the end, especially again when they revealed her fair, face because yeah, she wasn't even enough. scary; yeah, it was laughable. Yeah. And so I give it six and a half on ten. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go four. Yeah. I. All right, I, Garrett. I liked <laughs> four on ten. Uh, I I did like the reveal, but then when it was revealed, it it turned into an animated feature. Yeah. Right. There you go. Okay. That's what I was like. I don't know about your effects comment. And okay. I. I and I really wish they did something with the. I camera had fun with it as she was right? coming, Double. as she came into their home, to where. Right. I wouldn't have been like, "Why the fuck are you running with the camera? Why are you pointing the camera at the Gorgon coming at you?" Yeah. You know. Kind of like running with the devil, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go four also. Um, okay. Uh, I I didn't mind like the reveal part when she started like creaking her bones and shit when they were watching mm-hmm. her on the web cramp. I, like I right, thought that right. was cool, and I was kind of wondering where they were going with it, and I was like, oh, this might be pretty neat. And then the snakes pop out, and I was like, yeah, it didn't oh, didn't right. quite take you where you. I like <laughs> I like when she was doing that with her arms. Yeah, and right. they weren't really too shocked. I know. Yeah. They were like, oh, she's a contortionist. She can bend her <laughs> arm right in the middle of her forearm. <laughs> so then but we go yeah. to the last one, and this is the one that I like the least. Actually, I was downright right. insulted yeah. by this story because it was just bullshit, I think. <laughs> um, I forgot this one even existed, so I'm going to let so you this know. Is, yeah. This story could have been so good. If it would have been more sure. grounded and more serious, yeah. I, I feel like it would have been good, but they decided to go the complete comedy route on this, including the sets oh, of how. I certainly that's, hope that's a shame. That's oh a shame. yeah, yeah. I certainly well, hope the sets were made to be comedic because if they was, if we were supposed mm-hmm. to take the sets seriously, come I on think, now. I think it is comedic because the lead yeah. guy it was also the writer director. He is the writer and director and stars in the the dead stream that's on. Uh, that was a good movie, yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, he also I had a birthday hat on the whole time. Okay. So yeah, that so might I, 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 <laughs> I felt like it was supposed to be comedic. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, so, and they had some comedic lines that kind of hit, almost. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, right. so this, so this movie has two friends. I mean, this story has two friends, Nate and Troy, and this takes place uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. Now. I don't know if it's going into 99 or going into to die. I'm going to say it's 99. So it's late 98. Okay. And, okay. and they, they get hired to record this witches doing some sort of ritual with this girl. And then it turns right. out that um, once the ritual is performed, they end up like waking up in hell. So they're in literal hell at this point. Oh, boy. And from there, it's just, you know, comedic hijinks ensues. Like, they're, 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 they're very, first of all, they're very matter-of-fact about it, which, you know, if I was in hell, it'd be, I don't know, how I've, I've never been in hell. Um, and so, the, like you said, the guy's wearing a fucking birthday hat still. Did, or what, did, they, made up with, did they made up with Little Nicky or what? <laughs> oh, Mabel? <laughs> yes, yes. Mabel reminded me of that, that little fairy guy from, from uh, what's that Tom Cruise movie, Legend? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, <laughs> she was like zombie tank girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the entire purpose of this story is them trying to find a way out of hell. And they meet a okay. bunch of demons, a okay. bunch of, you know, including Mabel or whatever. And sure. they, they, there's this, they got to make it to this bridge or this portal that's going to take them back to Earth. And hmm. within that, uh, somehow, I, I even forgot the ending of this fucking movie. Because I've only seen this one, this story once. I mean, I it, sounds this, like, it sounds like a great uh, concept, really. Yeah, basically they make it to the portal because there's only so much time they have before it closes. Okay. They jump through the portal. One of them comes back in the female. Uh, I guess she's a <laughs> the conduit. A, a, a conduit, yeah, a host okay. for the demon okay. they were summoning, and huh. I guess the the people doing the ritual are kind of upset that that happened, so they just kill them both. But before <laughs> one of them. Before one of them dies, their... he put he puts Mabel's name in the book. Okay. I didn't know if that was their plan from the get go. Are they trying to summon this demon and kill it? They right. tried. To, they tried to summon a, a specific demon, but another one snuck in there. That's the one that came out from under the table. Oh right! Oh, boy. And they oh, were trying boy. to close it real quick. 
and they right. ended up the the demon that as they were closing it, the demon grabbed the two of them and pulled them back into hell. <laughs> yeah, but like at the at the end though, when they came back, I was like, okay, well, where's the demon that they did summon through, or that they were supposed to summon through? Hmm. That That's they were supposed cool. to like bring back at the same time. It was just those two guys, and I guess the demon got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but then they like immediately right, slaughtered well. the two guys, and I don't understand that part. <laughs> they needed that Terminator uh, machine that where everybody gets to go through, depending on the sequel they need, and just never, just never <laughs> closes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, all these demons and and monsters that we're talking about in this story, they write they're right out of like a party city costume. By the way, they're not they don't even try <laughs> to fucking give us some good shit. It's just fucking you know. But with the right for horns and shit. <laughs> I mean, look, if we have a eighty five already in the works with David Bruckner and some other directors, it's you know, it, it, nowhere to go up, nowhere to go but up from here, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Pretty- that is true. So, uh, Pedro, as always, thanks for joining us, dude. It was fun, man. What's uh, what's going on at K Fabulous? What's uh, where can we find you on social media, and what do you guys have coming up? Well, yeah, we, we're taking a little bit of a break right now because I've been burned out on. There's a lot of like cynical, like there's a lot of cynicism right now with with wrestling, just because, uh, you know, no, Brian, <laughs> well, is that true? I, I mean, I mean, just just from the perspective of like. Either you choose AW or you choose WWE. (laughs) So there's a lot of talking shit back and forth, and it's becoming very juvenile and and very mean-spirited in a lot of ways. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I don't want anything to do with this right now. So I'm taking a break. um, But we are going to come back within the month because even with with all that said, there's still a lot of shit going on. Like, there's still a lot of news. We've had some great shows. Um, You know, uh, just... I, I know that in the last couple of days... One of the bigger news that's come out is that, you know, uh, CM Punk's probably going to leave AEW because he mm-hmm. there was this big drama. I don't I don't know how much um, you guys know about this whole drama that happened in AEW, but he's going to get a buyout. And so now the question yeah. is uh, whether CM Punk goes back to the WWE or not. So we'll see. Um, there There is a little bump in the road uh, in that Triple H, the owner well, not the owner. I guess he is the owner, but he's the, the head guy in WWE right now. He fired CM Punk on his wedding day about eight years ago. So, <laughs> so it's not like it's, it, you know, it's not a given that he's gonna go back because there's a lot of bad blood right, right there. They're gonna have bad, to bad blood, I would say. Yes, huh? They're gonna have to work things out, but there is money to be made. So you All know, right. and and that's pretty much it. So thank you, thank you guys for having me again. I had a blast like usual, cool. and um, can't wait to come back here for VHS eighty five. A year from now. All right. Well, you'll yeah. uh, you'll be you'll be back in early January to give us your your top and bottom ten, right? Yes, Halloween as, ends as always. 10. As always, right? <laughs> Halloween <laughs> ends as what? Bottom ten. Bottom ten. Only number one. Yeah. Actually. Well, me too. It, it's going to be in my <laughs> bottom ten for sure. But well, I thought for probably sure not. This movie was going to be bottom. in bottom ten too. The way you talked about uh, it. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see. Um. <laughs> Uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your ideas. You can reach us at thehorrorreturns at uh, gmail.com if you want to email us or just go to www.thehorrorreturns.com. Uh, look for us on iTunes, rate us, and review us. Um, next week, we're going to bring a commentary. Uh, am I right, Brian? The classic Halloween 3? 
Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Season of the Witch, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get Tom Atkins on. Yeah. He's doing much. Yeah. <laughs> He's old, though, so they're going to well, do with that. that <laughs> He's probably going to have some stories. That would be amazing. <laughs> Let me, that ought to make it more interesting. <laughs> let's, put, let's put some feelers out. So, uh, <laughs> Pedro, until the horror returns again. Good night. Good night.